Welcome to the bonus round. This is a chance for us to bring you some additional Vegas content, not a part of the usual show. 360 Vegas Reviews is our opportunity to look a little more in-depth at all things Vegas and share the experience with you. Today, we are discussing Burger Bar at Mandalay Bay. Located in the shops at Mandalay Bay, Burger Bar is how Huber Keller does casual dining. The plan here, the ultimate burger experience brought to you by the guy who was named by Food & Wine Magazine as one of the 10 best chefs in America. It's all about the food. When describing the dining area, it sounds a bit schizophrenic, but in a good way. They've successfully put a sports pub, a hint of a 1950s diner, and an airport commissary in one place. But you didn't come here to be wowed by the decor. You came here for the food, and you will be wowed by it. Burger Bar features a variety of options ranging from beef, buffalo, and turkey to vegetarian and vegan offerings. Oh, and that famous most expensive burger in the world experience thing that Hubert sells at Fleur, also at Mandalay Bay, for $5,000. Yeah, you can get that here, too. The burger, that is, not the experience, which apparently, once you remove the experience part, it's only going to run you 60 bucks. <laughs> Karen and I had the opportunity to try out Burger Bar in the summer of 2012, and this is what we thought. Just enjoyed a burger at Hubert Keller's Burger Bar, and I knew it was Hubert Keller's. It was suck it, Mitch. <laughs> That's right. I completely forgot about that. This from the from the foodie chick. I, I cannot believe that I didn't realize it was his restaurant. We were arguing about it hardcore. We and, were. Well, and the great this I love when we get into these kind of arguments because you were so fucking snarky about how wrong I was. Couldn't wait to get your hands on the menu to prove it. Flipped it over. Boom. This, right there. Her, Hubert, Hubert, yeah, Hubert, Hubert Keller's say his Burger name? Bar. Hubert Keller's Burger Bar. And I'm like, God like, damn it. Wow, how did I not know? I'm on so this one. Weak sauce. Let's see how was that crow with that burger? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> mm, it was, not, it was not tasty. It was not tasty. <laughs> All right. I'm pretty sure I rip on you in the audio, too. So let's um, enjoy that. So. Yeah, there's more. Love it. It's so awesome, though. <laughs> All right, so... It was amazing, and I knew his face as soon as I saw it, and I was like, I can't believe this is his place. Right, like, we, we had an extended yeah. conversation where I'm like, no, it's this super famous guy. I know I saw him from well, no, Top Chef Masters. He, well, no, I knew... Very bad. That's what oh I remember. <laughs> Really, you had to do it with the accent? Uh, I did. I'm exotic, Karen. You Data should know this better than most. <laughs> He was also the same guy that had the $5,000 burger. Right, right. And I did. Suck it is again, the point. Again, again, you say it. <laughs> I know, right? How many times do I have to say, yes, you're right, uh, and I was wrong? I don't know. Probably a few more. <laughs> Aren't you already hard already from that? I we have to keep going through it. <laughs> I do have to say, and we've talked about this many, many times, I'm so happy as to how I've somehow... I don't know if influenced, corrupted, ruined, whatever it is, I've somehow encouraged you to... to follow along the same paths of my aggressive fucked up twisted sense of I have to. It's a defense mechanism. Oh, is it a defense? It really is. Because <laughs> otherwise I just shut down and then you rip on me for that. So I figured out I have to like go right back at you and then you start laughing and you leave me alone for a second. You may be the first person ever to have a defense mechanism in which they are clearly glowing from the smile they have as to getting the reaction I have. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, no, because normally when I do fight back, your response is, I love you. That's so awesome. I'm like, he loves me. Yay. <laughs> it doesn't matter that I had to be a total, complete asshole and, you know, say fucked up things to get there, but he loves me. Yeah. Not punch me in the face. It's like, it, it, it's like <laughs> Stockholm Syndrome around here. I can't even explain to you guys enough how much it is. You're so full It of really shit. is. You are so no. Munchausen Syndrome. Munch, what? that's what it, well, Mun- no, because isn't Stockholm's the same thing where you fall in love with your cap? No, Munchausen is when you beat up your kids for attention. No, it's when you, no, you that's... make up fake things so people pay attention to you. Right, and that's not oh, what I no. do. Oh, no, no, he is kind of right, because you're making this all up just to get attention. You're full of shit. Oh, Victor called it. <laughs> Victor, you know him. You know the hell I live in. How could you you're turn on me so that way? You're so insane. You're so insane. It is hell. Think about what his wife has to put up with his shit. You're not getting any sympathy over here. We are special. Oh, you're special, all right. <laughs> and you you might be right. I think Amy might might deal with more shit. I don't know. No, no, no. Victor's, Victor's humor is more um, subtle and zingy. Yours is just overly aggressive and out there. Right. So I think I think Amy, yeah, Amy's got it worse than I do. Like, I give just the tip. Mark gives the whole schlong. Right. <laughs> well, usually that's a good thing. And then point it out and repeatedly make sure that we're all aware. Is everybody paying attention? Does everybody see what's going on here? Do you feel this banging against your forehead? <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back to the review, yeah, please? Yeah, we'll give it a shot. We'll see. <laughs> okay, so. Mac and cheese croquettes. Man. Honestly, once you deep fry the mac and cheese, it gets a little um, gummy. See, so, I got all the cheese dissipated. It was like all you were eating was the macaroni. It was a macaroni and breading. Yeah, yeah. not so much. Kind of um, like, I'm going to start with the easy thing. Well, you go first. You strawberry mojito. Oh, so That's because you good. love mojitos I'm now. I'm in love with mojitos. <laughs> Just had the first one yesterday. I know, um, right? And I had... It's clear we're a little lubricated at this point. <laughs> yeah, but we're not, yeah. we're not... We're happy, though. We're well, not yeah, that's what I mean. We're, we're not hammered or anything, but it's clear like we're we're having a fucking great time. You're just kind of going, yeah, because you like mojito, I like mojitos, you know, because you're just drinking a mojito. I'm like, I know, right, because it was good. <laughs> well, and I do have to say, I don't think we were planning on eating there. I think we were walking by and I saw it, and it was like, oh, hey, we should go Well, there. I know we needed, we needed to, eat. to eat, yeah. And that's what it was, and that I saw that, and I'm like, oh, alcohol. shit, I know this. Yeah. yeah there More. The Rossini burger, which is the cheap version yeah, the, of the $5,000 burger. The $60 version of the $5,000 burger. What did you think of that burger? It had a foie gras, uh, foie gras and it. truffles. And truffles. Ironically, um, the, the truffles I can do without. They're too mushrooming for me. I love okay. the flavor. The truffle sauce that I had to pour over it was really good. Yeah. Um, I loved Oh, the burger was so good. Good. It was so good. Was I so had uh, something with a lamb. I don't remember. But I thought it was quite tasty. And the irony that we, you and I both agreed about was that we we ate it with the with the ciabatta bread yep. and thought it was really really good. I don't know if it's something that they do with with the sauce or whatever it is that they do with it, but I remember eating half my burger and I thought it was amazing. And then I started doing what I normally do, which is very we frequently eat the burger without the bread. Right, yeah. right. I mean, it's it's very Atkins of us where we just go straight for the meat, but it's really just because we want Hold the on. flavor of the. We, we are Atkins, Atkins of us. Well, we don't but do it's, that. But that's what people think when you hear that. But it it honestly has nothing to do that we. Really really do eat the majority of our burgers without the the bun and it's got more to do with we want to taste the beef well and the fact that the bread will fill you up see but i don't really think that's the issue like i know when we get get special 
breading like the ciabatta bread, which is why we actually made the effort to try it. Because traditionally, it doesn't matter what the bread is, you just kind of push it off and go right for it. I know I always try to go because I want to enjoy, you know, the, the flavor of, you know, if they were good tomatoes or whatever kind of sauce they've got on it or the meat or whatever. Not that, that you eat a lot of different sauces. It's no, usually no, the burger, but it's, cheese, bacon, thing, yeah, and tomato the, for you. But the point I'm trying to make is that I... I I just want to enjoy what I actually ordered, and I think the bread can sometimes detract from that. Well, yeah, and for me, it's more about the fact that the bread will fill me up and I can't eat all of it. So I'd rather, if I'm going to be full, I'll, I'll just eat the burger, whatever it is. So you've conformed um, to this, not for the same reason I did, just because... Right. Although I, I do have to say this before we get to it. I was very impressed that you ordered a lamb burger, because that's... I think this was like the start of your adventuresome eating habits. And the yeah, fact it that started before this. Well, I was going to say I was pretty shocked. Yeah, hamburger. Thank that, you. I mean, that he, sounds completely off the radar. Well, of course, the the more we go, I, I I think I honestly started to get a little more adventurous about. Well, this is summer of 2012, so actually, oh, you know, you're probably right. Ago. It was probably only about spring then. Yeah, I mean, it was I like started. the first trip. That I think. So that of course, year. you know, the longer time goes on, the more adventurous. And it was become. a burger, so I guess that's kind of it safer, can only be so, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I was impressed because I, I I feel like. Although, again, we were intoxicated at the time. I feel like I remember you debating if you were going to get a regular burger or try something different. And there was something about the lamb burger and the toppings that right. intrigued you. Well, it's it's the one thing, especially if I'm going to get adventurous, what better place to do it than Las Vegas, which is supposed to have some of the best food in the world. So I think that's really what I'm well, kind of looking at. And you knew it was the special guy's restaurant who was one of the ten best chefs. Well, but the, the thing about it is, you know, we get to do <laughs> the reviews. We get to try experiences and do stuff like that. And I, I think in the back of my head, even though I don't ever want it to come to this, the worst case scenario, I eat this and I fucking hate it. There are amazing fucking pizza, pizza places, places and yeah. chili cheese, you know, fries and shit all over the place that I'm like, that was terrible. I'm just going to go get some secret pizza. Fuck this. <laughs> so. we, we were a little ways away from secret pizza. Well, but you get the point. There's always a, a uh, safety net. Alternatives. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Yep. This guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> We just want to go right for that. And cut the calories and carbs and everything right. else. But, but these yeah. burgers, like when you took them away from the ciabatta bread, I thought lost a shit ton of flavor well, to Well, yours them. was on a ciabatta. Mine wasn't. I don't remember what mine was on, but it was, it was just really tasty. But it really did taste different and, and better when it was on the bread. Yeah. I mean, it's like Hubert really dialed into, he wanted the whole fucking thing. Obviously, he's earned his reputation as a top chef. I know, right? I thought Burger Bar was quite good. It is a decadent meal. Yeah. If you want a a burger oh, experience. The shoestring french fries were also really good. They were. They were good. Very I crispy, agree. Salty, yeah. tasty. Yep. It's an experience. If yep. you're a burger fan, this isn't something I recommend as a staple to you unless no. you've got the kind of cash you want to burn to do that, but it's a small place. I'll come back here again in a heartbeat. Very unique. We've already spoken that you and I both have other burgers that we would like to give it a shot. Yep. So, uh, Burger Bar, I, I highly recommend it awesome. at the shops of Mandalay Bay. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to actually have a lot of... This is going to be like a depth because there's a lot of shit. Like, I didn't realize that... I, enjoy, I I'm just ruining it. Why, why don't we just, we'll just let Victor lead us. <laughs> All right. So the location of Burger Bar, as we stated, was at the shops of Mandalay Bay, which is the mall in between Mandalay Bay and Luxor. Their hours of operation are Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 1 a.m. Their seating capacity is 140. So what did you guys think as far as where this place is located? Well, so the first thing that I want to comment on is that seating capacity. Because 140 seats is not big. Mm -hmm. And as a matter of fact, when we walked in, if I remember correctly, there was a hostess that was looking for seats. And the only two spots that were available were up at a bar. Well, we were only allowed in because we were going to sit at the bar. 
Yeah. Otherwise, there, the, like the weight was. That's right. what I mean. Otherwise, there was a huge weight to get a table. So, right. um, it it's not a big place, and especially for Vegas and the quality of the food, uh, it it can be tough to get in unless you time it right. Well, and in the opening monologue, I, I really felt that that I wrote that well in the sense that doesn't it feel like an airport commissary? It's like it's like the best airport commissary you've ever seen. So I don't remember it as an airport commissary. I do remember the '50s style and the. Um, that was back by where we were sitting. Yeah, and the uh, the the. Um, Up front was more the sports pub. Right. Yeah. And I remember they had like crap all over the walls. Uh-huh. But yeah, where we were sitting looked like a milkshake counter. Yeah, yeah, it was really it was really interesting. And then the little booth they had had little TVs in them and shit. Yeah. So they could watch the the games and stuff. It it's such an interesting space, and it's always weird to to find something. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if it's always weird. I think depending on the way they build their retail setups can either lend itself very well to, to high-end dining establishments or, or not not very well. well I no, didn't the, think Mandalay's did that great of a job, but I'll say Venetian does a really good job with theirs. Right. But if you think about the layout of this place... I was going to say others, but I can't remember, so go yeah. ahead. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, but this place, literally, it, it looks like a storefront. It's only mm-hmm. maybe... I don't know how it's not very wide. It's long. It's not wide at it's all. It's very long. Yeah. But even then, the bar—that's what she's like. Saying. When you walk in, the, uh, <laughs> the bar is along the left-hand side, and it's that's where the um, like the milkshake counter is. Right. Right. And it, you know, it's it's very compact. It's it goes back it, it away. It feels a but, little tight. No, it 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 is tight. Yeah. It's not feels a little. It is tight. <laughs> wow. Um, there are a lot of innuendos going on here. <laughs> If you hear the microphone fall out of my hand, you'll know why. Right. <laughs> just, it was just too much. It was just too much. But it I can't was, take I mean, it. the place is cool. It, the bartender, I remember the bartenders were great. Like, the atmosphere was really good. Yeah. Okay, drinks. Offers handcrafted microbrews, the ultimate build your own milkshake experience, available with alcohol or without as well. Their signature drink is the Burger Bar Bloody Mary, which has ginger-infused Sky Vodka, Bloody Mary mix, and Tabasco, celery salt, black pepper, Worcestershire, garnished with fresh lime, blue cheese, moose-stuffed olives, a celery stick, and a cherry tomato. How did I not know this? I want to try that drink. (laughs) That's like a goddamn meal in a cup. (laughs) I know, but it sounds awesome. I'm sorry, the ginger-infused vodka with that sounds amazing. You know what the problem is, is is I usually don't, like, sometimes we, actually not sometimes, a lot of times we know what we're going to go do that we're going to do reviews of, but I don't sit down and write the review until after the fact. So all the time we go there and we do stuff, like we do a little bit of research, like, oh, wait a minute, this will be, we should try this, this will be good. And then I start doing a little more research to come up with the show notes. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, and I think Why we, did we do that? I think we already said that we weren't planning on going there. Well, that was, yeah. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, oh, hey, that's you, Bears. Well, that's how that whole thing started. I'm like, no, it's not. I'm like, the fuck it is it? Yeah, move on. Um, but I think, <laughs> oh, this somebody hates when she's wrong and it's well documented. Yep. Um, We're eating here so I can prove you wrong. Right, I know, right? I hate this food, but I'm going to be right. <laughs> But I think the uh, the other thing that I have to remember about this, and I think you heard it in the recording, was we said we needed to eat. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it wasn't about getting the special drink because I'm like, I need water and maybe a little uh, small vodka tonic or something, something to just keep like, you going. You just to you keep me going, but yeah, not you don't want to. You don't want. You gotta. You gotta stay even. And I think I figured down. I was ordering the sixty dollar burger, so maybe not go for the expense. expense well, and I had to actually drink. encourage you to do it, but we'll talk about that in a sec. Yeah. But, All right, prices. Cocktails are twelve dollars. 
Uh, the aforementioned delicious milkshakes will run you between $10 and $30, depending on what you put in it. They have options like candies, fruit, syrups, all costing you less than a buck a piece. And liquor runs you $6 to $18. Uh, what did you guys have to drink while you were there? Well, I had the, the strawberry mojito, like I said in the, in the audio. That ran us like 12 bucks. It had Bacardi dragonberry rum, strawberry puree, mint leaves, a squeeze of lime, simple syrup, soda water, and a fresh strawberry. And I don't think I've ever had a bad mojito in my entire life. The short period of time in which I've loved them. <laughs> I was going to say entire life, meaning like the last year and a half. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And honestly, I don't remember what I had. And the fact that I didn't mention it, I honestly think I was just on like a vodka tonic and a water to kind of pace I'm pretty myself. sure you were because I, I, I remember, I seem to remember there are times when I'm trying to be, well, I guess a strawberry mojito isn't quite adventurous considering we've already well documented how. Yes, but it was a different flavor and you like strawberries, <laughs> right. so you know. Ooh, look at this adventure of flavor. <laughs> I'm jumping flavors, baby. I know, right? <laughs> Look out. <laughs> whoa, 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 This is a mint dish. Like, no, not in this case. Well, it was still mint. I'm it was sure. just mint and strawberries. <laughs> Strawberry minty. You can't have a mojito without mint. Well, that's fair mojito. enough. Mojito. All right. <laughs> All right, so food nosh. Rossini is the attraction. Kobe style, Wagyu beef from Australia, sauteed foie gras, and shaved truffles on an onion bun. The prices here, the average burger is going to run you at 10 to $18. Their specialty burgers, $12 to $26. Then the Rossini for $60. Also, non-beef options, a veggie burger or chicken will run you $9 to $10. Sides are anywhere from $3 to $6. And for optional toppings, they're $0.55 cents to $2. For items like the foie gras is $13, and black truffles are $30. I don't, are you a fan of truffles? Have you ever had truffles? I don't know if I've ever... I Probably not. I see. I'm not... I mean, as we've very much documented on, on this entire series, I, I'm not very adventurous. But when it comes to things like these that I've seen on, on these, you know, these fancy cooking shows, I'm like, you know what? I gotta... This is apparently something special. I have to try it. And I was kind of the same. I was like, eh, eh, whatever. I mean, is it any different than a regular mushroom, really? Yes. Is it? It is. And and I will say that because I can't, I love the flavor of mushrooms in general. I can't stand the texture. Truffles are so dense that you usually have to slice them very thin in order to get, but the flavor is so rich. So a regular mushroom has that great earthy whatever flavor. Like a truffle is just intensified. I'll never times. understand that way to describe something. It's, it's got a very earthy quality, but like I've yet to ever consume anything that tastes like dirt that I, I was like, yeah. you got to try this dirt. Oh, it's such yeah, it's, good dirt. It's so earthy. Right. <laughs> but it, it is. Well, so here's the funny thing. I have to call up my friend Kim for this. So, again, you, you know, we talk about you being a beer fanatic and I like wines, whatever. I like wines, but I know what I like and what I don't. I have a friend who literally one time was describing to me her favorite wine. And she goes, you know, it just tasted like dirt. And I'm going... Okay, that does not sound good. Sounds like a negative. I know. It sounds like something we would rip on in this segment. But it's Especially just... the gritty part. I know. <laughs> it, had, it had a real sand texture to it. Like, what? I just, I don't know how else to explain what truffles, uh, mushrooms in general to me are very intense, deep. I, I don't know how else to explain the flavor. Mushrooms? Yes. It, well, not your standard white mushrooms. When you start getting into the portobello and some of the other um, fancy ones, yeah, the, the flavor is very rich but dark. I defer to you on this because right. I've, I've tried them once or twice, and I'm like, these are disgusting. Do you, uh, Victor, I don't know if you eat mushrooms. 
at oh, all? Oh, yeah. Okay. But, I mean, how would you describe it? Like regular mushrooms? Yeah. I mean, mushrooms I have a, 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 a earthy, that's the only word I can think of to describe them. Truffles are, like, intensified to no end. Especially, and it's very rare that you can actually get black truffles. They, they're hard they to find. the shit out of you for Well, you know why? And this is so funny. You know how, how you find black truffles? Hmm. With a pig. Uh, yes, exactly. They grow underground. In their feces? No. <laughs> I don't know. That's educated. So no, but they, my education. But, but they grow in the ground versus most mushrooms will sprout up. And the only way you can find them is through pigs. Pigs can smell them, and pigs will root them up out of the ground. That's the only way you can fi- ever find truffles. I thought pigs lived in shit. No, pigs are actually some of the cleanest animals ever. They like to have mud baths so they don't get sunburnt. But other than that... This is all news to me. Yeah, I mean, you don't pay any attention. Well, that's entirely accurate. <laughs> anyway, for anyone that knows, this is way too long of a discussion on truffles. Truffles are, are if it's actual black truffles. No. I disagree. Sometimes these are quality reviews. It's not all about... We're, listen, we're not fucking professional comedians. And how dare you fucking leave it on us to be your humor. I wasn't looking for humor. I was saying the I'm not talking to fucking you, truffles. egomaniac over there. I'm talking to the goddamn listener. Really? Because you're yelling at me. Well, you're on the other side of me. It's, I'm look not going to look to the fucking sky. Look what you should look someplace else I other than not, me. When you look, look at me, I think you're yelling at me. You get out of my line of vision then. A fucking ass. <laughs> I really wish you were far more clever with verbiage. You're such an intelligent woman, but you seem to be stuck in the you know same what? vocabulary. There's no need you're to be because, because you're so base in the issues that it's just... You're just an asshole. There's no need to go any more creative than that. That is what you are. I just, I'm he's be- calling you a basic mushroom, basically. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's calling me the general white, the general white mushroom, not not a truffle that you have to dig up and, and go find. You're like those mushrooms you find in the backyard after a heavy rain. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. So, what did you guys get while you were at Burger Bar? Hold on. We didn't talk about what foie gras was. We were so hooked on truffles, not foie gras. Oh, Jesus Christ! Educate. I, apparently, you don't know what foie gras is. I know what it is. I don't understand why she's so goddamn excited oh. to share it with with people. All right. Well, if everybody knows what it is, apparently it's not that big deal. All right. Oh, now we're just gonna get emails about no. what is it. No, no, so. no, just cut it out. It's okay. Yeah, just give it. Twitters and all kinds. Just of do. Stuff. Just, just hurry. Go. I cut it out. I no. Cut it out. Go. Go. So, and like we said before, I got the Rossini burger, which was the $60 burger that had Wagyu well, beef. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. You, you fucked this whole thing up. I know. That's why I was trying to get you to cut it. If you would have just fucking answered it, we could have jumped to it. You tried to jump past. It's like, this is what I got. Well, fuck no, you. No, I was I going back because in the last section that I wasn't listening to because I was getting another drink, he mentioned that it had foie gras and it had black truffles. And you went into this whole discussion about black truffles. And I didn't know if anyone talked about what foie gras was. Apparently well, clearly not. we did not. But you had the opportunity to, to fill in the blanks there. There's I was so, so freaked out because you told me so to There's so many shut. different ways that you can edit. It's so amazing. Really? That's what we're going to do? Yes. Yes. Is it? Because I told you you could cut it. Put those goddamn earbuds back in your front. Fucking jam them in your ears. Made no fucking sense what I said. Please cut it out, and you're not going to now just because of this. No way am I I going to. I fucking hate you so much. (laughs) Well, now that that we've gone this far, could you actually explain to those who who don't know, like me, who, I mean, I obviously know only because you forced me to watch food shows, but what is fog walking? It's duck liver. (laughs) 
There's nothing more special than that. Nope. Nothing at all. That is well, what it is. Well, actually, it's duck liver. The ducks are force-fed. Well, it's still duck liver. It's just, it's, you know, how do you get it? Isn't it? That, I right. thought there was something controversial about it. Because the there ducks is. are force-fed. Oh, okay, in Illinois okay. for a while. They literally will, will shut. Yeah, it was banned in Chicago, which was really kind of funny. They literally force a tube down their throat and force-feed them oh foods God, that require... So that cause their livers to expand and get very fatty so that when they kill them, the livers are richer and more tasty. Completely harmless. Yep. They're very ducks, delicious. They don't have emotions or feelings. Don't, they're or, fucking ducks. Right. They don't have a central nervous system. That's right. Quack. That's all they fucking say. It's, idi- it's idiotic. All right? They're getting fed. They get to lounge they around. They walk in front of traffic all the time, people. Those are Might geese. as well force feed them and cut out their livers. <laughs> what they get for being so stupid. <laughs> stupid evolution. <laughs> All right, guys, so what did you get while you are at Burger Bar? All right, well, as we talked about in the audio, I got the spicy lamb burger, but I got the details for you. It's Australian lamb with secret spices, and I'm... That's, that is the one thing that... I, I don't know if that makes me adventurous, but I anything you're like, it's spicy, you're like, no, well, let's give this a shot. Well, uh-huh. <laughs> and they're a secret. Right. <laughs> got tomato, micro cilantro, which is not my style at all. I don't like any, minus lettuce. I'm not a fan of greenery in general. But you're missing the fact that it's micro, so it's teeny tiny. And I, I it was in the beef, so I, you didn't notice it. You, be, <laughs> you better crack the code on cilantro for me. <laughs> uh, oh, it's got to be tiny. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, this Mark guy's going to love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's also got a spicy burger bar ketchup, and it's on a ciabatta bun. I enjoyed this burger a lot. I don't know if it had something to do with that ketchup, because I actually, I remember making fun of it when I read it, like, ooh, it's a spicy ketchup. But I don't know if that was one of the reasons why it complimented that bun well or what the case was, but that was a very, very good burger. No, it was. It was really good, and I think the combination of, so lamb is typically used in a lot of Middle Eastern dishes that have a lot of spice to them, and I think it was just brilliant to kind of bring all that together. It was really good. I don't don't know. Whatever the hell it was, I just, I, I thought it was a good burger. Yep. And uh, so I had the previously mentioned Rossini burger, which was the, again, Wagyu beef, guagua, shaved truffles, an onion bun with the truffle sauce that went on the burger. So your, your meal was not only expensive, but abusive. Yep. Right. <laughs> they wanted you to so, enjoy So not only did they force feed the ducks, <laughs> they, like, put the pigs in, like, slave labor to go and find the truffles. So your so, burger could equally be named... Cruelty. <laughs> Cruelty to animals. Yeah, I'm sure PETA is not happy with it. Um, the anti-PETA burger. But, they, they were, but they were, I found it delicious. They were waiting for us outside, and they were giving you a dirty, dirty look. And you're like, I don't care. No, and, and I'll be honest. Once I realized that it was the basically the same build of the burger that you could get for the $5,000 experience, minus the gold silverware that you got to keep, the gold leaf that went on the burger like his whole five thousand dollars it's, it's thing a whole is, is, giant experience thing we saw it on like food network or something yeah i mean it's been featured several times yeah, yeah. it is still the basic build of the burger was the same it was really good it was very rich i had to fight you to get it i know because you were like 60, i'm not paying sixty dollars i'm like when the fuck for else are we gonna pay sixty dollars for a burger and say that we have karen we have a segment where we can talk about this i know we can write it off <laughs> right. yes right. sir let's go do that well and if you think about it if you go to a steak place and you order steak and sides and everything else, it's going to cost you a lot. And so that, that's kind of what this is, although I I have to say this, and I'm going to say this. There is no point in getting Wagyu beef on a burger because you grind it up and you defeat the purpose of having all the mar- marbling in the beef. 
I was actually going to make that argument too. While I enjoyed the burger I had, I just don't think there's any point to paying any more than like fifteen dollars tops for a burger. I, I just like I, I don't think you can make the quality of the meat phenomenal or like I would honestly say like outside of something like this the best burgers I've ever had are ones that the toppings make it yeah you know where yep. it's the fried egg or yep. phenomenal bacon or whatever the hell it is it's more the toppings and it's not the beef you know and and well, while and just just the fact that once you take what's ground well exactly when, once you take a beat a meat that is that marbled like wagyu is and that's that's what makes it so tender it's marbled when you have a steak and you cook it, the the fat is all the way through it and just like melts and makes it so tender. When you grind it up, it, you defeat the purpose. And I have said this for forever. I will never order a Wagyu burger. I don't care how good they say it is. I'm like, fuck you. I'm paying more just for the name. And you it was just for this experience, so we can say. Yeah, no, this one was just because. But the part of the reason why I fought you on it was like, I know it's they're wrecking right. the meat. It's, but it's but, one of those things we've always known. But now we can officially say, like, listen, I had a fucking. $20 lamb burger or whatever the fuck it cost. And but, it was good, but it's not, you know, it's like, listen, there's only so much that a burger can be. And beyond that, it's just, you're just kind of chasing money. It's and, silly. And again, I will say this. The hamber- the burger itself was very tasty, very flavorable without the toppings. But that's a, you know, a sign of the meat. But in all honesty, would you recommend to people who enjoy burgers or, or, or just never, the, never the, get a Wagyu burger because the well, whole, but I mean like this burger, like, wow, this is, this is really, I mean, would you say it's one of the best burgers you've ever had? Um, wow. That's tough. Uh, yeah, it, it was. I don't know that I would ever spend $60 again. See, and that's my point. While it may be very, it very exper- good. It, it still was an experience at 60 bucks. But I mean, the only thing that I think I would ever do when it comes to something like that is like going, oh, do you want to try a really good high-end burger? If you'd like to spend that kind of silly money, they do have good ones here. You know, but I would oh, never, yeah. I, I've never told people like, you have to eat at this place. It's the best burger no, no, I've no. had in my entire it, life. Like, no. It's, it's almost, not. if you want to be you know, like stupid about how much you're paying for a right. burger, go get this. Otherwise, you can go there and get a really good burger for 20 bucks. Like, a really good burger for 20 bucks. But I mean, With, it's still again, overpriced at a $20. It's only because you're well, in Las Vegas. No, but it's also That's unique it. meats. The fact that you can get lamb and you can get buffalo and you can get all these other kinds. And I'm sorry, in the intro, we talked about the fact that they had vegetarian and vegan. That's not a fucking burger. I knew there was no way you were no. going to let that go. I am go. not going to let that go. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Like, you can get a veggie or a vegan. Vegan burger. No, you can get a patty of something. Yeah. It's not a burger. A vegetable mush. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, that drives me. And I'm sure it's delicious because Uber Keller did it. Right. Um, I just, it's not a burger. You can't call it a burger. Fair enough, fair enough. But right. you, you get my point. It, this is really like, if you want a great burger, you know, it, it, it's, it's only a unique experience. Burgers don't get yeah. much better than $15. You're going to pay more because you're in Las Vegas, but they don't get any better than $15. And that's if that motherfucker is fully loaded with bacon, <laughs> chili, fucking jalapenos, fried eggs. fried eggs, like all that stuff. That's what makes a burger worth 15 20 bucks like whoa but i will say this because you heard me at the beginning of the audio that i loved the burger and i did it was so good i'm so glad you talked me into it and i had a chance to do it once i would i ever pay 60 bucks for that burger again probably not right but it was now i'm scared (laughs) no i said probably not i know but you said probably (laughs) no no no, probably not I, i i can't imagine why i would unless we were just you know won the lottery of like I want the at that point I go get the whole experience and do the five thousand dollar burger but um would. <laughs> I would, just because I could say I did. All right we've but, been dwelling on the burgers a lot. We you've made it clear that you love it. Something I wanted to talk about a lot are those mac and cheese croquettes. You and I really like mac and cheese. It's actually 
the safest, fancy-ish, if you can get away that, with that. That was your introduction to fancy food. You, mac you, and cheese? You, yeah, you got what, a high-end mac and yeah, cheese. Yeah, not this, but you're no, right. but it was, mac and cheese in right, general. Mac and cheese in general. was like, wow, they can make fancy mac and cheese? This is ridiculous. This is French. Right. <laughs> Honey, I'm eating French food. All, all of a sudden, my pinky starts raising as I'm eating. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, the gay's coming out. Right? No. Oh, um, it's got to be gay. It's not gay. It's, it's fancy. No, I just... Oh, Jesus. See, you turn this on me so fast. <laughs> it's the it's only way you're gay, It's French. Oh, wait. I know, right. Exactly. Oh. Thank you, Victor. That was what I should have said. It's not gay. It's French. <laughs> fair. Fair enough. No all one right. can argue that. Thank you, Victor. About those mac and cheese croquettes. I honestly felt like the the mac and cheese that they had in there was nothing more than craft. It looked exactly like craft. That was the 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 texture that I got. But the thing is, is they deep fried it, and it's almost like when they deep fried it in whatever this breading was, whatever cheese it had on it completely dissipated, and it's like you were eating breaded macaroni. Yeah. So, um, it wasn't craft because the noodles were too big and too thick. But you get the but, point. No, it but could, the issue was, yeah. yeah. The issue was it, it literally was this this fried little ball of macaroni that honestly, the, any cheese flavor that was in there disappeared. So yeah. I don't know if they didn't have a, like you would have needed a really strong cheese to deal with the deep frying afterwards. They were not, and I'm See, surprised they were you, not that good. But traditionally when you do stuff like when you deep fry anything, you almost liquefy it. And, I mean, and that usually heightens the experience. That's why so many people freak out over stuff well, like that. It depends on whether it was liquid before or liquid after. And I think that the... Craft powder. Craft powder cheese? No. No? I'm still going with those are craft. I don't care. They're not. <laughs> hey, Hubert Kelly can have a $60 burger. He's using fucking craft macaroni and no, cheese. No, he isn't. Those I can guarantee he isn't. I can guarantee. I call it. you out, Hubert. Really? Hubert. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they weren't. They weren't. We've had a lot of different mac and cheese combinations recently and and that was one of I, I hate to say it one of the worst that we've had. Oh, I totally agree with you. Totally. They were dry, they had no flavor. Absolutely. Mm. It's always dangerous when you go eat mac and cheese. It seems like one of those things that it's either good or it I don't know, it just tastes awful. You know what? I honestly don't think we've ever had awful. We've had amazingly good and I think at and its worst it's just passable. like mm. It's mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't know. I've never had bad. I've, I've had bland. I've had flavorless. What about the one at... Um... Uh, uh, I know I know exactly where you're going with this. Brand, uh, brand. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was just unimpressive. There's nothing... Like, if, if somebody said... But it if, was... If, hold on. But it was to the point where you had, like, two bites, and you're like, I'm not eating any more uh, of that. But if I'm like, I am really hungry. Like, well, we got some mac and cheese from brand. I would eat that. But the thing is, is when I'm paying, really hungry, but yeah. when I'm paying that kind of money, I'd be like going, "What the fuck did I just pay for? This is awful, considering how much I paid for it." But ultimately, you're like, "There's pasta, there's cheese, it's whatever." Which should be easy, but yeah, I know, right? These, these were not good. No, it's almost like you needed to dip them in cheese. Oh. That would have been good, right? <laughs> if they would have brought out like a little fondue pot, and not like a oh, not like a nacho cheese. You need like the fond- 360 Vegas. <laughs> Fuck you, Uber. <laughs> you need like the little fondue pot with all the wonderful fontina and Gruyere cheese and everything See? all melted huh? together and, and different. Huh? Who came up with this great idea? Mm. This guy. This guy. I wish this was a video <laughs> podcast because you could just see what he did. I have a feeling it involved thumbs. Oh my 
god. Of course he knows. That's, wow. that's the whole thing. That's yes, the original joke that I stole from. It's like, who's got two thumbs and likes mac and cheese? This guy. This guy. He that knows. Was, that was really a joke? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Victor may have actually taught it to me. <laughs> that's my copyright. Right. <laughs> 360 Vegas Vic. <laughs> All right, so reservations. Did you guys have reservations, or did you just walk in? Well, no, like we said, we just walked in, but we got lucky. I think you might need reservations needed this place. I would. If you want to go there, be safe, because we were going late, too. I think that's the only reason. It was ridiculously dumb It had to be like 7, 30, 8 o'clock when we were walking by there. So I think if you want to actually eat there, call and get reservations. Because, again, it the place. Is, it the, is Hubert Keller. Well, and the place doesn't see that many people. Well, yeah. And there's so, there, yeah. yeah. All right, happy hours. Did they have any happy hours? Did you guys partake in them? Not that we know. <laughs> we never. I, don't, I know we cover them on this because there's a lot of great happy hours in Vegas. Sometimes we do. The th- we never well, we pay never, attention. We never go for a happy no, hour. You're, well, exactly. If it's a food place. Exactly. If we have reservations, obviously you're going at that time. But when it comes to bars, we don't, for some nah. reason, we don't plan. We're just, We're just like, oh, let's just wander around and have a good time. Yeah. We're kind of bad about that. All right, so the Vegas Mate rating for Burger Bar is four out of five chips. Mark and Karen, what did you guys think? As always, I'm deferring to oh, you. You always make me go first. Um, I'm going to give it four out of five. Yeah. I really enjoyed, again, my expensive burger. The burgers there were great. I would go back there in a heartbeat. There, was, there isn't anything, though, that I would say, I have to get this again, at least from what we ate. Right, right. So I, I loved it. it. I think it's a, if you're looking for a burger place, it's probably one of the best ones that we've been to. I can't really argue with that. I'd have to give it a four out of five just because it's like I'm not a huge fan of the price. I'm not a huge fan of the space, honestly, specifically outside. I don't necessarily mind the inside. It's okay. I mean, it's not it's not an experience or anything, but, you know, you're walking through a mall. This looks like a little. It's it's literally a storefront that's maybe, it's a little shitty maybe 20 you know feet wide. Like? Holy shit. It looks like what um, uh, the sports bar uh, memorabilia place in Caesars Palace. It, do you remember that footprint? That's literally what it looks like. That kind of a footprint where it's a, it's kind of a skinny front. Uh, you can see pretty much the entire place just looking right from reservations desk. You can pretty much see the entire place. And you get in there and there's you're not experiencing anything except great food. I So I don't remember that. You remember it? No. no. Sorry. Well, it, regardless, it's not much. <laughs> Anybody who does remember that, I that's exactly what it is. It's not more than 20 feet wide. The doorway It easily might be could have been a store. And, it's actually and, kind of surprising that there's a restaurant in there somewhere. Yeah. No, exactly. That yeah. was my point. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I agreed with right. you. But, yeah, I do agree. It would have to be four to five. While I think it's overpriced and I don't think the space is incredibly memorable, it's clever. It's it's good food. And it's honestly, I mean, if chef, you're going to pay that kind of money... At least the food is going, that was really good. Well, I would say this. The, the chef has a reputation, and the, the wait staff, I do remember this. The wait staff was really good. We were at the bar. How would no, we No, but, but the bartender was well, engaging. Well, no. Oh, he was. I do remember that. You're right. See? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So don't give me shit for this. Well, he he was very engaging. I think he was there when we were debating about me getting the $60 burger or not. He just... He was attentive. He was a good guy. He was having a good time, you could tell. So I, I think that the atmosphere that they generate was really good. Well, and I'm pretty sure the concept behind this was consider a place where this man serves such high-end food that he can somehow get away with selling a $5,000 burger. And they were like, hey, do you want to do another restaurant? We're like, let's do the exact opposite of what we've done with Floor. We're like, <laughs> all right, let's do that, yeah. Yeah, he. It, it's 
It's it, really all about the food. I would place. eat there again. I yeah. mean, I don't have an issue with it. I, I, I just, won't make an effort to get there, but if we're there, I'm like, oh, I have such bar. a craving for a burger. We should go to fucking Burger Bar. That's that's what that place yeah, is. It was good. Totally. So that was our review of Burger Bar at Mandalay Bay. As always, we encourage you to go out and experience these things for yourself. Please don't take our word for it. Food and drink prices, hours of operation, and happy hour deals are all subject to change. Be sure to check with the property for the most up-to-date information. Check out 360VegasReviews.com for show notes, as well as a video with photos from our trip in our uninterrupted audio review. Yeah.